I'm sure this chasm won't grow too large. I'm sure that's not going to happen. That would be just frankly that would be ridiculous yes. you know that would just how silly would that be it would be silly it would be it would be very silly but aren't we all in a chasm of the universe since it's one big chasm i just have a question because we were going to talk about something so different than this and we just immediately started on the existential yes i'll get out of the way early that you were no that's that's totally fair yeah um, I suppose it was brought on by me saying I had never seen Logan because I just didn't want to depress myself that much, <laughs> uh, which I will, I will eventually see. But yeah, I, uh, I, well, I, I needed to be ready. I'm well, not that's ready a yet. Yeah, that's a pretty good jumping-off point. Even though I won't spoil anything for you, but like, you know, like it's the final, like you know, film for. Uh, yes, Wolverine yes. and Hugh Jackman's, I guess, portrayal of it, and so yes. you know, Which, yes, and it's something that is rarely seen in film these days. Even though I'm sure there will be a recasting of Wolverine when Disney gets back, gets around to uh, re the, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, when into the MCU. But, I mean. I was going to say, I mean, they have very much flogged this universe and the next universe. Uh, yes. Do you think they'll have more? I mean, it is Disney, I suppose. So well, there's well, nothing yeah, I mean, But there I just is... feel like you could totally <laughs> focus on other things. <laughs> no, no. There, there will be comic book films until the heat death of the universe. So it is written in the stars. That's Oddly, that that calms me. Somewhat. Yeah. Th- if nothing else, we know there will be comic book films, and uh, that's pretty nice. It's good to have something constant, you know, in this yeah. whole chaotic death taxes a... and comic book films. Yes, exactly. What else? I like that actually. That's that's oddly reassuring. I yeah. enjoy that. I think Thank you um, for that. Yeah, that, that's a good way to sort of approach it. Uh, yeah, like we're we're looking at the finale of film series or film sagas today and well we're not looking at it because once no, again well, this we is can't. not a visual medium we're discussing it yes we are discussing that's probably it. where i should have started from i know how to you know say things and do podcasts i like to call you on these things it makes yeah. me quite happy i don't know if you've noticed but it makes me incredibly happy to I, to let you know that this is not a visual medium yes there is a giddiness to I was a little too quick, wasn't I? This is individual meeting. (laughs) You were just waiting for it now. Yeah, I was. Regardless of what we're talking about. Yeah. You couldn't care less. It's just, you're just waiting for that to happen. Yeah. You know it's going to happen. You know I'm going to say something that's Exactly. I just have to trick you into it. I have to sort of lull you into this false sense of, oh, maybe we could discuss this, but oh, no, we can't because guess what? You'd have to see it to understand it. I just... Actually not stopped us before <laughs> <laughs> no we are uh com- we're defying the very logic of a podcast in how we talk about it but we will continue to soldier on because that's apparently what we do in the face of you know the impossible but we are going to discuss that. film finales or oh, oh. <laughs> you paused in case i was gonna say anything. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just waiting for you who knows now uh, yeah, mm. and I think the end, you know, Logan being the end of, I guess, that that sort of Wolverine trilogy of films and also, you know, Hugh Jackman's portrayal, uh, 
it's a it's a rare thing to have that even though like we said it's going to continue on in a different form but it's an ending and that's something that's not quite a uh, common thing in films these days because you know big blockbuster films uh, studios want to continue um, the I guess the chance of keeping audiences you know glued to their properties and it just continues on <laughs> ever like a you know a, a propul uh, what was it a propulsive machine what is it called again a perpetual motion machine that's it oh a perpetual motion machine that's it yeah yeah that's what it is with I with did. franchise films these days it just keeps going and going and going and you don't think it's going like you think it's going to end but it doesn't just another one comes out another one comes out like just another rumor was you know uh, brought on today uh, or yesterday that the Wachowskis are in discussion or already in the development stage of a new Matrix installment. And that's been going what? on and off for like the last 15 what? years. Okay, I was surprised enough at a Toy Story one, but I... Oh, you know what? I actually haven't seen the third one of The Matrix. Well, you're not really missing wow. out. No, much. don't tell me that. I feel I'm missing out. The two was... If what I remember of two was all right. Well, I, it's been about yeah. a decade, so give me a little. <laughs> There's been a lot of movies in between that. Things have happened, I guess, uh, in your life uh, between. I've grown as a person. Yeah, my taste in movies has not. <laughs> <laughs> You're still thinking that Pokemon the movie is the first movie is still you know top five at least, I guess. Uh, I mean, yeah. actually, now that you, wow. <laughs> well, it's. Look, it's... I haven't even thought of my top five movies in like probably about a decade. So there we go. Well, there you go. In relative terms, I probably haven't thought of it in the same way as well. So, don't and by, you write one like every single year, though. I well, you that's, write a list of your favorites, but of like of the year, not of you know, oh, of all time. Pers- oh, okay. you know, I used to. There we go. But now I've hmm. sort of stopped doing that because I, I, it's it's difficult. I don't know how I can do a top one hundred. Because I feel like I need to see many more films and see those films many more times to get an appreciation of those films. I would do a top five without, well, with some hesitation, but fully having not seen so many films. And I would just be like, no, this is it. <laughs> I would happily do a top five. What would, <laughs> be, your, what would be your top five? Boom. Oh, without seeing maybe ninety percent really... of the films that are usually seen on, but that's the thing. Like, what's, what, why, why, you know, why should you be, like, why would, why should you watch like all those acclaimed films, you know, to sort of have like a top five? Really? Are you suggesting that I know what I like and I'm never going to stray from that path? Yes, yes, I am. Yes, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> totally fair. That's uh, that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. The Matrix Revolutions is another one to. Uh, well, is that I guess the not discuss. That's the third one. Reloaded is the second one. Reloaded is the second. Okay, sorry, they both start with R, so I got yeah. confused. You know, and they both came out like within that. six months of each other, so you know, it's it was. A oh, they bit... probably did that like like they did the Pirates of the Caribbean thing where they just filmed them together. They did. Yeah. Went, We're doing this. How confusing would that have been? Like, wait, sorry, yeah. which movie is this? Where is my yeah. character right now? Like, you're probably <laughs> filming half of three. You're like, I haven't even what. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's another one that felt like it ended at three, but then it didn't for some reason. So that's which one? Pirates. There. 
Yeah. Yeah. Toy Story, Pirates, now The Matrix. Like, all right, we get it. What's the thing? That's what films. (laughs) Yeah, like you just continue making these films with more and more ridiculous stories, and Mm. I guess I don't know it. It just it just loses so much like steam. A lot of like, like I don't know. Like I just from what I've seen with films that sort of really you know, kind of just go past the point of the actual end. For the majority of them, it just it just falls apart. Like, it, it, it becomes this sort of shrug of the shoulders when it's released. Yeah. And you think, oh, it's really not anything to uh, actually have any emotional reaction to at all, which is, I guess, they're, the worst uh, thing. They're past their expiration date. They really are. It's rotten on the inside and the outside. Mm. Yeah, the sun got to I it. I mean, I am... I am a fan of trilogies, and I'm actually a fan of series as well, but, like, yeah. sometimes series seem like they're, you know... Never-ending? Yeah, like, like, uh, like if you're going to do a series, maybe make it into a show instead of, like, movies, because it seems mm. like you can't cover as much in movies. Um, yeah, it's a weird thing. Unless you're The Hobbit, in which case you inexplicably <laughs> turn one book into three movies, and you're like, the entire third movie, you wrapped it up. What is this about? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. And I would watch it happily again yeah. and again. But I'm still thinking of the book and going, really, like, this was like a paragraph in the book. <laughs> like, you made yeah. a whole movie about, like, a page. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it was, like, job. one chapter and then that yeah, was it. Yeah, maybe a chapter. Yeah. But, but that's I'm probably like one I'm, chapter. I'm highly... But, no, you're right, but because... In the in the book, Bilbo gets uh, knocked out, and so you don't see or he doesn't witness the battle of the five armies in in a lot of yeah, in a lot of ways. Know, man. So it's he like he has nothing in it. He's Bilbo. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he got the uh, ring and also got the the dragon. I mean, yeah. Although, do you know? Also, funny is that they. I feel like they also kill Smog in a very small amount of time, whereas they stretch yeah. that the last half of the movie. And then the first bit of the second movie, and you're like, wait, couldn't you just have... Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite, is when they're just like, oh, right before the credits, BT dubs were killing smoke, and you're like... Yeah. Okay. I, I, it was just... It was so... Like, because I, I kind of liked how it ended on the in the second film with Desolation yeah, of Smoke. I'm yeah. like, this is actually, like, like a really good cliffhanger. Then the it third is, one unless starts. Unless you've read the book. Yeah, unless you've read the book. It's like, oh, well, bad news if you were, you know, a fan of Smog. He's a... Uh, yeah. Not going to last. People who hadn't read it were maybe expecting more of a battle there, um, which was kind of funny because yeah. then you were just like, well, I know that they honestly, like, if they stretch this the whole movie, that town's gone. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, don't get too attached was, to Lake Town. It's going to burn. Yeah. Oh, Lake Town <laughs> is just, what a terrible place to put a town in the middle of a lake where no one can get off of it. Yeah. So you live next to a dragon who does that it's not exactly the smartest um town planning who went your whole structure is like made of wood yeah like when when they were traveling through this wide open untouched land Mm -hmm. with no townships or no sort of um territory claimed whatsoever they went past it and went you know what that massive lake if we put a town in the middle of that, I think we may have something here. And everyone else is like, well, I didn't really want to be a fisherman. They're like, that is too bad. That is our entire <laughs> income now. Once the fish are gone and depleted, we are 
fucked. Who was the jackass that did that? You know, like yeah. that sounds like a nice name. Like, you know, someone just wanted it for the name because the name is pretty nice. But you could have a lake town like near the lake, near the lake, and not of literally on it. Goddamn on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, maybe I, stretch it out a little bit from the land and into the lake if you want. You know, but yeah, you don't could have a isolate yourself here. Yeah. Why'd you do that? Where is your agriculture? Who is? <laughs> Do you just eat fish? Are you like Gollum? Is this where Gollum comes from? I don't. No, it's not. P.S. No. <laughs> I think mean, he comes. Know that much. But yeah, yeah. But he's, it he's is basically like a they've thing, really but... they've really constrained themselves in that uh, element of putting them just like just in the center of a lake, like not even near the edge of a lake, like the center of a lake. And like they don't even allow tourism because it was no. like the dwarves had to get smuggled in there, so. Like don't they have no a tourism? Don't they have like a massive culture. jetty that that comes out that juts out so that it does connect to the land? But it's a long jetty, like it's a long. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's yeah. just not ideal. No. Like, I suppose if there's an invading army, yeah, it's more ideal. But at the same time, a the orcs got there, and b yeah. like boats are a thing. Yeah, <laughs> so... it's not going to stop an invading army. I mean, no. I don't. You can't put catapults around the place. So No, and it's like, it's not even, maybe they were like, oh, it's just like a moat, but it's not like a moat. A moat is different, and you should put shit in it, like crocodiles and... Yeah. Are there things. crocodiles in there? There's probably some... Ah, oh, no, it's probably just old you, fish that's dwindling in supply. I mean, you don't, like, I don't really know if there would no. be, because if you were, like, an apex crocodile predator, wouldn't you be like, whoa, there's a dragon there. I'm going to find a new lake. <laughs> and um, You can have this lake, and I'm going to go over here. You can have here. this one. Yeah. There are reasons I'm leaving right I'm now. I'm going to find a smaller lake, just packs up in his um, human-covered suitcases. Cause, yeah. you know, how also, we... Smaug, like, he should be eating more, but he's he's just chosen to hibernate for a long time. Well, he got fat. You know, they got, off he got gold got, or off of dwarves. I don't know, to be honest. Like, is he, I guess we're starting with the Hobbit. So here we go. Um, well, yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we, we got on here. We, we touched on, uh, Hugh Jackman, huge Ac- Axman, huge um, Axman, huge Axman. And then we touched on other things. And but the you were, and you were, you had, you were, um, intent on talking about the Hobbit films and it being stretched out into three. Yeah. And you're yeah, right. I, mean, I didn't I didn't dislike it, but no. then I'm like it it almost felt like, oh man, you could have done like like they do with Star Wars, like a whole mine for the Lord of the Rings. Because I do feel like that was pretty rushed in the second Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. And uh I think I, I now mean, you gonna... probably could. Yeah, I yeah. guess they didn't have as much of a budget, but, like, people would absolutely, but obviously not anymore, because no. can you imagine the recasting? There'd be so many uproars. They'd be like, no, we uh, want Viggo Mortensen. You'd be like, he's 70 now. I Actually, don't, I don't think he is. I think he's 60, but he looks looks great still. He probably looks like he's 20. I don't think you could do... Okay, well, I mean, nothing's ever sacred, but I don't see how doing another adaptation of Lord of the Rings would be a winner in any regard. No, you I know, think it's like, too late now, but I wish during the actual production they had put a couple more things in. And yeah. I suppose the special features is uh, a thing, definitely. But yes. I feel, although I suppose after a certain point, a lot of it in the second book is just battles. Yeah, there's a lot more so battles suppose, in the second book that are actually in the movie. Yeah. 
there's great so, description yeah but the because movie is already mostly battles yeah because <laughs> the I, I see what they did because in the book like helm's deep is only like chapter six of the of the first book because like the the, the books are split the like the novel split into two books and the first book deals with like Aragon and his journey and everything and then with Merry and Pippin as well and then the second book is uh Sam and Frodo and it's takes place essentially like parallel to the the first one so but yeah so like the sixth book the sixth chapter of the book is like Helm's Deep and they win and then like they keep going for another six Whoa, chapters spoilers if you haven't read this 70 <laughs> year old book and watched a <laughs> A 20-year-old Six, movie? 16-year-old. 16-year-old 16 16-year-old movie. No, oh 18. No, 17. Yeah, 17. Oh, wow. I'm old. Wow, it is in high school. Never speak Great of that job. again. Yeah, sorry yeah. about that. Uh, yeah, it's... So, yeah, The Hobbit. What... Of all the issues mm. uh, surrounding it, what what gets you sort of like flabbergasted, flabbergasted. by uh, it being well, three films? Like, what's... Take everything with a grain of salt because okay. um, because I might say this and sound really upset, but ultimately, if I want to read the book, I'm just going to read the book. And if yes. I want to watch a movie, I'm just yeah. going to watch the movies. Oh, you're not going to get uh, like violently enraged about something? And I'm I'm not one of those explode fans. all over the internet. Okay, those, cool. Wow, yeah, no, rational. I, I probably won't explode. Yeah, wow, really. measured. You know, um, common sense. That's great. Yeah, it's so a rare that's thing. Always fun. Yeah. Although I guess. I was I was a little bit disappointed. I get it because it's not like a big part of the books, but oh fucking hell! I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Never mind. This is the Hobbit. Uh, <laughs> what were you thinking of? No, no, it's no. just I was gonna say how in in actually it's Lord of the Rings though. Do you know Tom Bombadil? Like I really yeah yeah him. I yeah. really enjoyed that guy. He was cool. See, and... He would he would be uh he would definitely be in like a TV series if they had ever adapted it. But I just don't think I'd like watch the, the spe- shit out of his episode. Yeah. I just don't know if the scale... You couldn't have done the scale back then. And I don't even know if you could really capture the scale now. Like, I know Game of Thrones has done some massive battles over the last few years, but it just nothing... Still nothing compares to, like, Helm's Deep and and Minas Tirith and the Pelennor Fields and even, like... um, And the final battle, like, at the Black Gate. Like, I just... I can't see how that scale is really um, captured on the small screen. You know, so I'm, I'm kind of glad that they've did it as they, well, I'm very glad that they did it as they did. Well, but. yeah. And it wasn't like a necessary, I mean, it wasn't necessary to the main storyline. Yeah, he was yeah. a cool like side character. Oh, was he like, was oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Like he's, he's not only, he just is so unbothered by everything. Like he's like, oh, are you just facing these disembodied hands and these two? Yeah. He just like casually break you out and and like suddenly just you know he's he's like so op that he doesn't even care it's almost like (laughs) i I sort of wonder if like you could have changed it around a little bit and because i can see why they didn't put him in there because like from when they leave bag end to when they meet with aragon or even like all the way to like rivendell it's basically like a chase scene like a chase sequence, and it goes for quite some time. Oh, yeah. And so the it's momentum just... of it just keeps on. Like, he can't have, like, this pit stop. Because, like, if they had Tom Bombadil, <laughs> they would have had him, like, because um, they get chased by, yeah, they get chased by the, 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 the Black Riders, and then they get to the ferry, and then they move along, and then they yeah. get to Bree. Like, you can't have, like, a, it'll just, you know, slow everything down to, like, a to a snail's pace. But. It would. What if they put him, like, 
I don't just thinking about it now, like you, you could have put him maybe in between like them leaving Bree and them arriving at Weathertop, even though he wouldn't actually be in the, in where he is. Cause he's in the forest in, um, what's the forest called? The Shire? <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway, one of that forest. I should know. He's just um, chilling out. He's just chilling. Uh, and, he's but chilling. it would have been an interesting kind of way. To, I'm sure they really tried. And I know that they tried really hard to figure out how to like put him in there. Because he would have been a really fascinating kind of, you know, dimension to like this whole massive world that they're actually in. Like he's like a actual like demigod essentially. And, you know, his wife... I can't remember her name. She has gold hair, basically an angel. Um, so yeah, basically like yeah, <laughs> like that's like so like it just completely like almost literally like a different world. Mm, but that's totally cool to not the Hobbit, and that no. was my bad. Yes, <laughs> uh, because they already I was already complaining about how they squished so much into the yeah. Rings trilogy that obviously they couldn't have squished more. That no. would have just been like. A full 24-hour movie, which, I mean, I would have watched, but... Maybe oh, yeah, without a doubt. Definitely not, like, you know, you, you need intermission at that point. Sometimes, um, Yeah, I so, guess. sorry, bringing it back to The Hobbit. Yeah. Um, we'll get there. Yeah, it was mostly just the... I guess they went way more into detail, and they sort of made, like, uh, mini-bosses, if you will. If yeah. You know, sort of, like... like it felt like a video game, game sometimes. Yeah, like, we didn't really... I don't think we knew the names of the orcs that were necessarily popping up here and there. I mean, in the movie we did, but, like, in the books, they would probably just mention them. They were, they were barely like, mentioned in, like, the, yeah, the like appendix they made them a, a of huger Return thing. of the King. Yeah. Like, yeah, barely like, mentioned. Oh, BT Dubs. Like, yeah. this is who's chasing all the dwarves and yeah. the everything and the this and that. And um, I didn't mind that, I guess, because once you kill Smaug, it's... I mean, you wouldn't be able to have a whole other <laughs> movie. You'd be like, no. oh, so it's... Well, it's that's done. done. <laughs> so, uh, like, dust yourself off. Should we... That's, uh, should we go back? Oh, or? that was not as difficult as I thought it would be. Sweet. That was pretty easy, actually. We like, didn't we even still... do anything. We just woke him up. <laughs> we still have an <laughs> afternoon like... to kill, really. So, beers? Oh, yeah. Anyone? I'll just, you know, it. go back to the Green Dragon in Hobbiton and just... Drink. Yes. Yeah, I can see them. The literal yeah. green dragon in Hobbiton in New Zealand. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, totally. Yeah. Sorry. Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, they did. They um, did pack yeah. in. They did expand on many things that weren't necessarily. They were there, but they weren't in the book. So it was like, let's try to connect it more to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And I guess it was. Um, it was sort of a welcome thing because I. They added, obviously, the Lady Elf and her yes. little love story. And I was like, eh, it's a love story, but whatever. Yeah. It's still, it, I think it, it felt wedged to in, get but some it, diversity yes, in there. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, just, it's not just a, <coughs> a, 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 a group of guys just hanging out anymore. At least yeah. there's one badass lady that you can talk to that's not Galadriel because she appears for like two minutes, if that. She does, um, yes. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm here. I'm not here. And, and then she comes back and battle the five armies and does some, you know, fight stuff. Although I was kind of disappointed because, like, she's technically, like, one of the most powerful, you know, people in Middle-earth. Like, he's, she's got one of the the three elven rings and she literally has superpowers. And She literally never uses them. Not she even never, Gandalf. No. Nobody uses this shit. Use no. It. You have it. Use it. 
Yes, come on, seriously. Yeah, come on, seriously. You could have ended that. You could have been like, you know what? I'm actually going to take this ring to Mordor myself because I can probably fly. And I'm just going <laughs> to drop it in there. Like, Have you ever fl- flown before? No, but I'm pretty sure I can. Yeah, like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty OP. I can yeah. probably do this. Yes. No worries. Uh, sorry to bring the whole council together. This was a bad idea. I'm just going to do it. Uh, yeah. It'll take like five minutes. I'll be back, right back here. Or like, you know, just like, I'm sure the wizards can teleport. How else can Dan- Gandalf fucking get <laughs> everywhere at once? Like, you just he just fucks off for days at a time. And then he comes back and goes, oh, sorry, I was doing this really important thing. But I couldn't have dropped you a fucking note to let you know where I was. Uh, I just had to make you have some faith in me and everyone's like we have so much faith in you that we're not even angry we're actually happy to see you but yeah. i'd be i'd slap his little beard off his face i'd say that's yeah. movie editing at its finest and just mm. popping up everywhere just be like whoop here i am <laughs> here i am again now i'm gone and now i'm back <laughs> did i mention i can talk to moths because you know what that would have been actually like really <laughs> talk to all the moths get all the moth friends like, get in the orc's eye. Like, th- there's so much yeah. you can do with moths. They're very Otherwise, annoying. You can't really take them to Mount Doom, though, because no. they'll just go into the lava. <laughs> like, the they'll just get... It's so <laughs> no, beautiful. No. Uh, there's the ghost 10,000 But if them. you just give them the ring, and they just fly it over there, and then they just go, oh, the light, it's so beautiful. Like... They wouldn't, and like Sauron wouldn't know, the Black Riders wouldn't know, all the Nobody orcs would wouldn't. Care. It's no a one moth. would care. Yeah, yeah moth is just flying towards Mordor. <laughs> do, do, just do, this do, do. of moths. Yeah, it's like, what's going on there? Like, what? I've oh, never seen that before. Oh, all right. Well, let's focus on all these characters here, and let's mm. not worry about those moths. Like, who's going to care about moths? Well, I just that was feel bad. like that would have been the way to go. <laughs> just be like, oh, since Bilbo's retiring, I'm just going to take this ring here, give it to my moth friend, and you can stay at home and have a nice life. Oh, thanks, Gandalf. End of movie. End of the movie. That's about a, a five-minute movie? I'd, uh, say I'd, probably say, I'd probably say 20 minutes, maybe. 20 minutes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You still get all the... Gotta have some yeah. cinematic moth shots. In yeah. yeah there's, there's these, they're traveling along. They sort of like throw the ring, you know, across from each other. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're able to communicate in that way, and then they're able to catch the ring, and they know what mm. the ring is about. But they don't get like overpowered by it because they're moths. Oh, but plot twist! Actually, they're attacked by birds, and oh, then no. this bird eats the moth with the ring, and then uh, the bird has it in its stomach, and oh my god, you've lost the ring again. But, uh, does a bird mm. die? I don't know. I mean, how Earth can it... lots of trash. How does it, like... Does it d- digest it? I don't think it could digest the one ring. N- no, I... Do, if stomach acid were the way to get rid of the one ring, I think they would have... They, <laughs> they, they probably would have... Thrown yeah, it into, they, like, a cow's stomach? Maybe it was, though. Eating, like, who really... Like who really... Because everyone was like, this must only be... You know, like, yeah, fire's a no-go unless it's the actual volcano. But did yeah. anyone try swallowing this ring? I just don't think so. No, I don't think that came across anyone's mind. The great no. minds of Middle-earth went, nope, that's not going to happen. Yeah, well, but Completely blindsided by it. Hear me out. Just I'm hearing you out. Different ways to dispose of this ring. Sure. Like, who is going to touch it, even if it doesn't dissolve in your stomach and it comes out? Like, who's going to touch it? 
nobody that's who so Warren's not gonna want that bad. <laughs> you know what i'm good i'm fine I'm yeah but it's clean yeah you say eyeball. it's you say it's clean but <laughs> it's like i know where it came from you can't just say it's clean like you can't put it in a dishwasher and and clean it up and put Mm-mm. oh why would you put that in di- oh why would you put that in a dishwasher i don't oh know how do you clean jewelry not in a dishwasher. Well, surely. however, jewelry is clean. That's you can say it and do it many times over, but Stalin's still going to go. Yeah, maybe I'll just hang back here and just threaten for like you know millennia instead. Yeah, might just stain eyeball. It's kind of nice. Yeah, if 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 it's between stain as an eyeball and kind of threatening the land for you know you know eons and eons or mm. mm-hmm. picking up a ring that was a poop ring, a poop ring. <laughs> it's probably going to stay as an eye <laughs> i would say that's it folks an eye too. thanks for that's, listening uh, I'm, I'm so impressed that we've got here <laughs> from trilogy endings to poop rings <laughs> the little rings is as my like they're, they're the reason why i do what i do and this is where we've got to with it. I'm kind of proud of ourselves here. We've I'm I'm very proud. We've and done I think a... we actually have a great alternative story. Oh god. <laughs> have we? Have we really? Well, Amazon, if yeah. you're listening, this is what we've got for you. <laughs> well, I mean, if it ever happened in our time, I think we'd be ready. Like one of us would be like, Cool, I can talk to Mars. And if that fails, <laughs> the other one's gonna swallow it. Yeah, yeah, then shit it out and then uh, no one's gonna touch it. No one touches mm-hmm. these things. So, yeah, yeah, we've got that covered. It's kind of like one of those lifesaver candies, though. You can't choke on a ring. Surely not. It's, no, you it's can. hollow. No, you can't. You can still breathe. I mean, it could get stuck. Oh, uh, yeah. It would be annoying. You can breathe. It would be annoying, but eventually I feel your esophagus would work it down into your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying so hard to keep this professional. <laughs> it's medically sound, I think, or biologically sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Sure. So if we'll you've ever that. swallowed jewelry in your lifetime, please get in touch at Carrie and Nick discuss alternative LOTR endings dot digestive wait, slash at, at gmail.com <laughs> dot digestive slash AU. <laughs> dot 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 enzymes. Enzymes. Get them get them working. <laughs> yes. So I think that was a great ending. What we were trying to say mm-hmm. was that we're talking about film finales. Yes. Actual endings of sagas. Even though some of them have continued on afterwards. (laughs) But we don't talk about that. Um, We don't don't speak of that. So I'm going to throw a few out here. And we sort of talked about it earlier today. So we kind of knew what we were going with. And I guess we'll just start with Return of the King. Since we've already kind of covered... An alternate version of it. And that's clearly a yay and not a nay. Correct? Correct. For for what is what is our yay versus nay? Like a yay, yay is it's it? good and nay is yeah. not good. I think most quote. of the ones that we're talking about I actually have marked as a yay yeah. because that's definitely is a winner. I'm talking about them. I yeah, think it's, yeah, I appreciate it a lot. I think it's the one that like I think most finales are now measured by just because of how i guess all-encompassing it was so 
I mean, I know Endgame got a lot of um, comparisons to it, and same with like Game of Thrones in the final season as well. Uh, but you just can't you can't top Return of the King. It just you no, cannot really good. It's really like it's three and a half hours long, and it just it. I remember there was a review saying like it was a marathon run at a sprinter's pace. That's a perfect analogy for it because it just That's, yeah. motors along so quickly, and yet. It's such a massive, like, it's such a massive, like, I've never seen a film bigger than that, so. And it wraps up so much as well. Yes. I mean, I I know they crammed a lot in, but it also wraps up, I mean, you, well, the book does this too, obviously, but yeah. um, it wraps up The Hobbit as well, because you're like, oh, whatever happened to Bilbo? Like, he's still around in the beginning of is. Lord of the Rings. He's yes. retiring without his ring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they are like, oh, yeah, and everyone dies. That's my only sad part, but that happens in the book too. It's like, oh, they're yeah. going to the western place, and I'm like, I feel like that's that's yes, heaven. Okay. It, it is like heaven, and I think that's kind of a cool thing. But like, it, it's it takes it's it's advantageous in that because like it's actually an ending, so they can actually wrap mm. things up and never feel like they can have to move things forward um, from yeah. it. So yeah. yeah, and it definitely deserves a 25 minute ending because if you look at the previous 10 hours. It's a 10-hour film, so you need an ending that feels like it's a complete, completed journey. Yeah, and even if some characters, like, they still get their endings. Like, you know, Sam has a family. Yeah. Oh, my God, spoiler alerts. Um, oh, God. Aragorn and... We should have <laughs> said it from the top, that together. spoiler alerts here, because we're here talking about film finales. <laughs> Look, if you haven't seen this one yet and you really wanted to, what have you been waiting yeah, for? Yeah, it's on really? you. And it's why on are you, you listening to this podcast, yeah. <laughs> of all things? We always spoil everything. Yes, we do. Um, but it gives some of the characters room to grow. It's not like everyone is totally finished, but you don't necessarily need to know the rest of their stories because you know where they're going from it, I think. like, yeah, Oh, yeah. He's going to rule his kingdom. Exactly, and, yeah. Uh, Sam's going to have a nice little quiet life with his his lady friend yeah. and his kids. And I think that's um, that's pretty cool, too. And that kind of... I can see how that's taken effect in other finales as well because they wrap up the main thing, but every single little character, like any characters that are left over that don't necessarily have... You don't know everything about them. Yeah. They, they have closure, yeah, they have closure and then they, like, life moves on. Like, I, I actually wrote down a note saying the best ones, like, the best finales leave room for more. But not necessarily more like, oh, maybe they'll continue on, but more on just, like, in the mind of the audience and, I guess, in the world of the story, it feels like it will, life will go on now. But that's the whole mm. point of what they were trying to do is to continue what they had before in the face of this, you know, dark force. So, and Return of the King just does that perfectly i think i mean i am quite biased because they're like my favorite films ever but still with good cause yeah. you know and a, and a good trilogy a good finale of a trilogy i suppose will give you that little bit of depression like oh my god it's yes over now. oh yes you get to the end and always I'm like, for me <laughs> i literally was like well there are no movies left for me now so that's it i'm done I was terrified. Yeah, I was terrified that I would be not interested in any movies after Return of the King came out. And, and you were right. You were never interested in movies again. Never wanted the to. End. Yeah. Podcast Just. done. <laughs> there was nothing in it for me. Mm. Wasn't interested at all. So. Oh, well. Yeah. 
let's go to a more uh, mixed one. Mm. Revenge of the Sith. The prequel oh, yeah. trilogy closer. Now, yes. the prequel trilogy, I would have to say, has not had the best reception. No, it, I don't no. think it has. Yeah. Uh, and with good cause, it's not great, especially on rewatches. Uh, I remember watching, I, I remember distinctly, but when The Phantom Menace was coming out, I was so excited mm-hmm. to see it because we had watched the original trilogy on VHS and stuff like that. And I got banned. For, I, I, must have got some, I must have got in trouble somehow. I must have done something wrong. And my parents were like, yep, you're not going to watch it. So my dad took my younger brothers to go see it. Oh, it, that's extra. And I sad. wasn't allowed to go see it. I did it, and I did end up seeing it at the movies like later on, but I wasn't allowed to go that first time. And it hurt. It really, really hurt. Um, that's uh, that's yeah. that's really tough. Parenting it stings. Right there. It really that, is. Yeah. And they you cl- clearly aren't over it. You're no, still- no. It, it's. It's stuck with me. Like it's 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 been gnawing at me for the last, you know, holy yeah. shit, two decades. Wow, that's uh, oh my god, crazy. That's, I think you need to let it like breathe in with me, real quick. <sighs> breathe out. <gasps> Does that feel any better, or are you still like mad as hell? Yeah, I'm still trembling with rage. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> Twenty decades of just trembling with rage. I I see how this yeah. has shaped you as a person. Uh, we're not gonna <laughs> there, go there. All right. So much is explained now. Uh, yeah. So I remember watching it, and I remember enjoying it. I remember like I remember enjoying all three films. And then as I got older, I thought, oh no, they're not good at all, and they're really bad scripts and wooden acting and just sort of dated. And like, just not feeling like real films in a lot of ways. But Revenge of the so Sith I'm... at least kind of had a sense of closure. And it did, it did, yes. You know, a, a compelling ish sort of finale. I don't like, what are your thoughts on how it all came about? Um, it's similar, I suppose. So, obviously, Revenge of the Sith, we knew that they had to get everything in because we already knew what happened next. Yes. Um, so that was that was why it was a little bit different, I suppose. And that's sort of where it's similar to The Hobbit because we know what happens next. You got to get all yeah, this stuff yeah. in. And then we're like, oh, but you have three movies to do it, so you have plenty of time. Um, <laughs> I'll never stop about that. No. Uh, so yeah, back to that. I'm I'm just wondering because I, as a kid, also enjoyed watching them, and I haven't really rewatched them because I don't always rewatch movies. But I'd be interested in doing it again, and I will. You know, if it was on in the background, I'd probably leave it on in the background and stuff. Um, yeah, the script wasn't like the strongest or anything, and no. and you know some of the acting was like Meh, it's probably because your characters weren't fleshed out enough, or maybe the script wasn't giving you enough, or maybe it was director and you know like stuff like that. But yeah. I'm wondering because we did enjoy it as kids, how much of that came from us hearing that it was bad and then being like, oh well, this must be bad. Because I know, like, yeah. watching it now, I would still think, yeah, maybe the acting's not great here. But I think I would still find parts that I thought, 
uh, were funny. And I, I will own this. I think I've owned it in a podcast before. But yeah. like first time watching the movie, Jar Jar made me laugh when he got his tongue caught. You did, yes. And you know yeah, what? I mentioned that. I yeah. Would, goddamn, I would laugh again. <laughs> <laughs> like no shame here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of you know positive stuff like across all three films. I don't think they're irredeemably bad. That you know, like they're all lit pretty well. But you know. You know, yeah. there's like really. <laughs> They're all <lit>. yeah. <laughs> That's you know, like, what we've got to say for it. Okay. Like, like Qui Gon and um, Obi Wan are really great together, and you know. And do you know what Qui Gon and Darth Maul death fight? Like, oh, I would watch that. A one lot. of the all time best like fight so scenes well choreographed. in the entire that like was- series. Yeah. They they really yeah. were. I think that's the thing is like there are like the the fights were well choreographed. The music is out of this world. Like, John Williams mm-hmm. was really earning his paycheck across all three films uh, <laughs> oh, to, to make it really feel compelling. Um, maybe the weight of just having that sequel. Like, there was so much explanation, I think, in the in the prequel trilogy. I think that's what really yeah. kind of brought it down a lot, is that you were just explaining a lot of things that felt better as a mystery. Um, and again, like, explaining things is fine if, if you can execute that explanation well or it feels like it's relevant but it never felt like we were getting anything compelling it was just like it didn't feel like you were getting look expectation is a terrible thing and you know i don't think i try not to you know watch a film and be like well that wasn't what i thought should happen i always but at the same time like if they're going to go in one direction or in a certain direction they have to pull it off somehow if it doesn't get if, if they don't pull it off then it doesn't quite work even if the concept or the idea or what they were going after might actually have been you know a good idea if they don't execute it well then it's going to be an issue and it you can sort of really start to see it come through over the trilogy once you know like when you have a you know more discerning taste and you get a better idea of what you're into as well and what you might see as like good and bad when it comes to film it like film quality it can become glaring and i think yeah a lot of it comes down to it wanting to explain every nook and cranny of what this the original trilogy kind of alluded to in 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 a few ways and it really bogged the entire thing down instead of it being like this really because like the story is quite like if you look at the broad strokes of the story it would be quite compelling it just ends up being a slog and like a bit of a endurance to just get through it all. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's that's probably what it was. I do think um, that the trilogy did end very nicely for the like that they wrapped it up what they had there. They definitely yes. wrapped it up well, um, and they did tell the story that I think they wanted to tell, or at least most of it. Um, but yeah, there were things I would definitely would have changed about it. But I think you know just the ending part was pretty like that's what we've all been waiting for. We've been like finally you know like just watching him and then yes. we kind of get our answer as to why is darth vader like in a giant cone head thing like <laughs> I, I honestly when i was little i was like he's probably just a robot and then i was like oh he's definitely a person and then i was like how does this actually happen so you know seeing that was pretty nice yeah yeah uh, but like again like it, it's i think the the shadow of the original trilogy kind of helps it like you know, when, when these sort of fan favorite things happen, I don't think it lessens the original trilogy at all, but yeah, yeah like there was some yeah. cool stuff in it. Like Obi-Wan, like Ewan McGregor was brilliant 
in it, like considering what he had to work with. And, mm. you know, the finale on the volcano planet, it was overdone in a lot of ways, but you could sort of still sort of feel the, the climax. You can sort of, you get sort of wrapped up into it and I, you know, you sort of can't be helped, but be sort of, um, drawn along by it. So yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's orchestrated rather well compared to the uh, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. It's still, yeah, it still sort of yeah. comes across I mean, as... some things in the other two movies seemed a little superfluous, but yes. that, that last one seemed like to really, really have some, some pretty, like, important moments. And I am wondering, like, if we didn't have, you know, that original trilogy behind it and we had just seen those three movies, like, I probably wouldn't have really liked it as a... As a series, I would have been like, oh, yeah, you know, the script was kind of this and that, yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, having that Star Wars, like, label behind it really helped us sort of see, hey, this is just, you know, it's just another set of the story and, yeah, you know, like kind of you sort of wonder, what I can get. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll watch anything at this point. <laughs> I'll watch anything about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, they, they know we're hungry for it. I just, oh, well, I was hungry for it. Yeah, they're oh, throwing yeah, anything at us. That. <laughs> Which makes it interesting with the sequel, with the the rise of Skywalker, how that's going to wrap everything up. Because apparently, you know, this is the the final film of the Skywalker yeah, saga. That's nine movies of wrapping up to do. So, is it going to be three hours long? Maybe. Who knows? Oh yeah, maybe. It is. It, do you think? I mean, do you think they'll maybe leave it open ended because? it is so big and like we have so many little offshoots of tv shows and animated series and things like that like and well, now, now yeah disney so i'm like are they actually gonna end it ha- yeah know, man. yeah how do you how do you end something that has like spin-off movies you know yeah surely surely they could end this story itself and they could do something like within the universe because i yeah. can see that being very successful but maybe this story needs to it's like the spider-man story we all yeah. know how spider-man got his powers yeah but now that same with batman other stuff yeah like same yeah. same totally and, and superman but like yes. we've seen it we've seen a lot of it actually many many times you, you can stop you can probably yeah. stop well um, like so ryan johnson who did uh the last jedi he's got a trilogy of films that he's developing uh, in the Star Wars universe. So I don't know what that entails, um, but he's doing that. And then... Sweet. And uh, you gave him my number, right? Sure, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, call me. I definitely chatted <laughs> with him. Awesome. <laughs> I can tell you're being serious. I'm totally not. I am, totally, at all. I am totally friends with Ryan Johnson. Yes. Sweet. I... Hey, Ryan Johnson, if you're listening to this right now, <laughs> email at us in, at Nick and Carrie. Do Star Wars for, at gmail. For money. Com.au. Please hire us. <laughs> Desperately, yes. Uh, oh, so desperate. Yeah, so he's he's doing a trilogy of films. And then the Game of Thrones showrunners, the, the, the two Davids, I think they're called. Anyway, uh, they're also developing three films like as a trilogy so Wait, you know of star wars or of game of star wars of star wars oh okay uh, yes <laughs> i was like weren't we done with that yes how many disney, dragons do you watch disney now owns star wars uh, uh game of thrones so no they don't sick. But, ooh, they should know. though they, they, uh, they probably will don't worry no. about it they will so yeah that'll be interesting to see how it turns out i i don't think it's going to be as because 
seeing as that, like, I think the the Rise of Skywalker has a really good opportunity to be the best of the three finales of each trilogy. Because Return of the Jedi is fine. Yeah, it but just... it leaves you wanting a lot more. It's very unanswered. It was my least yeah. favorite of the of the trilogy finales, actually. Like, I'll I'll say that much. It felt kind um, of not redundant, but it just felt like the least essential. Which is weird, considering it was, like, the finale of that original trilogy. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, there's just Ewoks partying everywhere. Like, which is cool. I love me some Ewoks, but <laughs> at the same time, like... Undercuts Yuck the drama. only does so much to assuage my wonder for the next series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, it, yep. I don't want to say... <laughs> that song is very catchy. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't want to say it dropped the ball. It just... It kind of just rolled it slightly further than you know instead of really kind of giving us a a home run i'm really mixing up my sport analogies here anyway yeah yeah so i think rise of skywalker has like a really good chance of actually having like a great conclusion that um supersedes all the other ones especially if it is like an actual ending ending but we all know i just want to apologize to all the ewok lovers out there because i do love ewoks i just like it was mostly answered. I mean, okay, to be fair, it was answered a lot in, like, the expressions and the looks that they kind of gave each other yeah. and the fact that they were having the bonfire and for his dad and everything like that. But other than that, it didn't really wrap up too much. Like, we didn't know Leia became a general until the next... Like, we didn't know they broke up and they had a son and they had... A- and I know that was supposed to be all a mystery and stuff. And yeah, yeah. find out then. But, like, yeah, it didn't really give us any indication as to where their lives were going. At least with, like, you know, Samwise, we know, oh, he's having kids. That's yeah. The, the, the completeness like of it is, yeah. <laughs> the completeness of it felt like not, like, un, not unearned, but like, it just, wrapping up everything very neatly can it was have very an neat. adverse yeah, effect it was, sometimes. Yeah. It's like, give it us neat, more. but also not that neat. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was, it was sort of like you have so much that you could be telling us, but you're not, you're just having them all smile at each other. Over yeah. The burning corpse of his dad, which is fine. <laughs> And then hey, that's the happiest moment of his life. Probably, uh, I feel like the happiest moment was when he kissed his sister. But I'm yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot to talk yeah. about in there. <laughs> there's oh, a man, lot to just, unpack. Like, is he is he going to a psychiatrist or a therapist for that? That seems yeah, like, like he I, needs to. Why talk would Obi Wan just be like BT Dubs? You have a sister. <laughs> it's not like Occlumency in Harry Potter where Vader's just gonna read his mind. I mean, maybe yeah, he is, but like you couldn't just warn him of that. Be like, okay. So sit down. I'm going to need you to sit for this. There is so much about your history that I have to unpack to you right now before yeah. you do something dumb. Yes, she's hot. Yes, you're related. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it, it kind of shows like how some of it felt like they didn't actually have a clear you know, arc for some of these characters. You know, like... Was he, was he kind of writing the stories as they were doing the movies? Because I think that... Because, like, the reason they kissed was that those two were maybe supposed to be together at first, but then, like, they must have changed it back to the original story. I think, like, he had, yeah, like, I think, like, in, so, like, when he wrote the first one, he had it all Mm. kind of set up, and then he had, I guess he had outlines sort of towards the second one, but he must have just thought it was a better idea to, because then the third, they talk about, no, in the second one, sorry, yeah, no, in the third, they talk about it. Right? No, second. I can't remember. Second, uh, yes. Second. Yeah, revealing that he's got a sister. 
Yes, but I don't think Luke knows until the yeah. third, and then he and Leia are like, oh, okay. Yeah, and they don't really fine. talk about, they don't address it. <laughs> no, uh, and they never, like, say, oh, so that was awkward, let's never do that again, which makes me wonder, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it kind of makes me wonder if, like, because obviously I think he, he had written the stories beforehand. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you're more than welcome to change your mind. But then sometimes things like that are like, oh. You can't unsee that. Me. Yeah. You can't unsee that. <laughs> Not that it's ruined anything for me. I actually, no, no. Uh, I love poking fun at it. But I, I still love this. Like it makes sense thing. if they don't know that they're brother and sister. Yeah. But just. It's, it's fair enough. It was clear that George Lucas probably didn't know that they were brother and sister. And I'm like, no, oh. and then he was like, shit. Shit, 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 shit. We cannot shit, cut shit, that shit, out. Shit, shit, yeah. shit, shit, shit. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But I don't think I'm alone in saying that I much prefer the later Luke, the really sassy later Yeah, Luke he was annoying the, in the first like, movie, mostly. He he was, I mean, he was, he was an all right, and I liked him as a protagonist, but, like, I way like the sassy older versions of all the characters. Han yeah. didn't change too much. Han was always kind of like that, but, yeah. like... Leia and Luke are are so much better when they're older. I love them. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he does he does mature quite a bit from like the second half of the second film to like the third film. Like he does have a much yeah, more mature swagger yeah. to him. But yeah, because like I'm reading a new I'm reading um rereading the Malazan book of the Fallen series because I've been wanting to read again and I thought let's just throw these back on because <laughs> yeah that? I know right and one of the main characters uh, is like a, a young boy. Uh, like he's a thief and everything like that, and he's uh, he's one of the one of the characters. Like there's you know hundreds of them, and he yeah he does remind like he's an annoying brat and does remind me a little bit of Luke in um, the first <laughs> Star Wars. Just annoying, always talking, always asking stupid questions, just complaining a lot, and yeah, like you just like kind of wish someone would just like you know knife the guy. Cause it's Ooh. just, this, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Or just like put him, put him in his place and like make him shut up for once. Do you think anyway. that these, these like annoying, as we call them protagonists appeal more to kids and we've just gotten too old for them? Probably. Because I'll be honest, like in the Disney series, uh, I can relate to some of the princesses, but like a lot of the times I'm like, oh my God, I'm the evil stepmother now. <laughs> like just alone in the dark <laughs> with my cat. Yeah. Not wanting to go to a ball at all. That's I kind cool. of feel like I know they weren't, but I kind of feel like in my head I imagined all the all these characters actually being ghostwritten by um, sort of like middle aged women or something who've like had to deal oh, yes. with shitty young like kids. <laughs> Like, my favorite thing is, is like, this little conversation you can see. I think it's from Reddit or Tumblr or something where it's, like, Daddy, I love him. Like, talking about Ariel. And yeah. the comment, is, the reply is, bitch, you don't even know him. Yeah. <laughs> You're 14. Calm down. Calm your shit, okay? Seriously. Calm your shells. Calm your shells. And your ship. Like, you have a bedtime still, okay? So, mm. settle down. You are a half fish, half person, and you need to chill in the bottom of the ocean until yeah. you're at least 18, and then you can go wherever you want, okay? Yeah. You yeah. Just it... run away to land when you're, like, 14. <laughs> you're there. coming back. Like, you have no money, okay? How, like, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do when you get up there? Just, you like... You have no voice either. Mm. Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? 
you're gonna f- like fall in love with him somehow and, and what why would you think you would actually find him again like out of the millions of people all across the planet like where do you think he came from what if he's already got a wife or like a fiance what if he's gay yeah. who knows seriously yeah, you don't know God, that was actually, like, a really big gamble on her part. Like, yeah. you have three days until you become a little secret. Like, I mean, she is 14, so, okay. This is this is why the sea witch was like, hmm, all right, <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> like, the, I have the advantage here, so. Oh, totally. It kind of didn't work out for her at the end of the day. Like, no, the, actually. They're still oh, really no, good films. Go. They're still really oh, good. Like, yeah. like, the Disney films are great on so many levels. But, mm. not but, but there is that sense of, well, it's a fantasy. Yeah. And I think we should enjoy that part of it. I, you know, I, I think we do enjoy that. I think but, we all, uh... you know, as as kids or even like now, it's like there's, you know, having that sense of, uh, like, wouldn't it be great if that happened? You know, like that, like when you win, mm. the, like when you imagine winning the lottery and your mind goes to all these things that you feel like you've already won it. But you haven't, and reality comes crashing back down. That's so, gonna feel good. Yeah. So I I enjoy sort of what Frozen has been doing, uh, <laughs> approaching it with just more of the focus on the on the sister relationship, and then also saying, "Hey, you don't love him." Uh, yeah, and a healthy sense of sarcasm as well. Yeah, and in Moana as well. I think they're becoming very self aware, which is great. I still haven't seen Moana. Just so <gasps> what? Yeah. Sorry oh my god it's okay no spoilers here but i think you'll really like it actually i think, I think it, i will i think that might actually take the cake as your favorite like i love the sister thing and and i know you do too but Ooh. like i think that might almost really? it's gonna it's gonna definitely be up there with frozen for you totally is it i feel it like of, of like the i guess the cgi was because like lion king for me is still like the the best disney animated film ever so oh uh, yeah but snow white's pretty some, amazing some really ni- what's yeah. Snow White. Don't speak to me. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually kicking myself off wow, the podcast really? right now. Jeez. Well, uh, no, I, guess I just, you know, I actually, I, I appreciate Snow White. I just, I know it was the the style back then, but I can't really handle her voice. Like it just shits me. Yeah, that's and I think a, yeah, I'm, that's I'm a, that's pretty a difficult safe part. now because I don't think the actress is alive anymore, and I would never say that to her face. And she's probably a really lovely person, but like. Yeah. I can't. When she's singing, I'm like, somebody push her down the well. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Ooh, shots like, fired. Uh, someone's going to come at me and be like, why don't you like Snow White? No, I like Snow White as a person, but sometimes she needs to, like, just... She's not know, going to win to any competitions. Just... Look, and, like, the fact that she's, you know, like, 14 and goes off with a print, you know, once again... I'm very skeptical of her, but you know she could have just stayed with the dwarves and been happy. Like whatever, what what does it matter? You could stay yeah. with your friends and have a good a good life. It is interesting. With like, I'm pretty sure they're going to be making a Snow White. Like Disney's going to adapt Snow White as a live action film. Like I know Universal did a Snow White ad- adaptation, but that was just through like the Grimm fairy tales. But I'm pretty sure Disney will do a Snow White adaptation of their animated film. I so would, I would audition for it. I would audition for it. I would do well, it. Well, yeah. Do you know why what? Not? We actually have already done live live versions of them, but no singing. I don't think live versions. What do you mean? Yeah, they've done. Oh, they've done some movies. Oh, I will find these and I will show them. Wait. Oh God. 
Yes. Oh, uh, they're like very 90s. Oh my god. They're very 90s. <laughs> like it's very much like I would prefer to watch the original, but also right. I haven't seen them in so long that maybe I would really like them. You know those 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 guilty pleasure movies where Yeah, like, well, yeah. I can have a good time anyway. No one's going to like, you know, persecute me for it. No, no, yeah. definitely not. And okay. I think uh, they have, they're have they funny, and you can definitely laugh at, like, the, oh, you know, did they do CGI? Yeah, it wasn't as good back then. But, like, they, you know, they did what they could. They, they um, tried. Yeah. Shall we say. They they attempted they, it. They totally tried. But since we're on the Disney the Disney thing here, yes. um, I haven't actually... So we're, we're talking about trilogies and finales and stuff. Yeah. But there have been a bunch of Disney princess movies that have a sequel. And I'm like, how do you have a sequel but not a trilogy? And it's... It, it leaves it oddly unfinished. And I've only seen one of them. <laughs> just, but like, just, it just finished adds it after to two the films. story. But like, yeah, just, just if you made a second one, just like make Finish it. One. What are you doing? Yeah. Finish it. Come on. Like there's something about just two movies that doesn't, if they don't do it really, really, really well, it doesn't feel done to me. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Like it just, like it, it stops. It doesn't end. It just stops. You're like, what, what? So is something else happening or? Oh, the Aladdin did really it? well because oh, they did have a Prince of Thieves they, was. Oh my god! Oh, so good. I love that yes. film. Watched it. I can't believe so, we didn't think about that before. I kind of. I don't want to say I like it. I think it's better than, you know, Aladdin, but it really it's holds up on its. Up there. Like there are some things in there that really just work. And maybe it's oh, just yeah. a kid in me. Like, I haven't seen it in a long, long time. But there was just some stuff in it that I just really... Like, the genie was just off the hook again in it. And... Oh, genie's so good. I don't know. I just... I, I remember watching that a lot. And maybe it's just imprinted more. So, it feels like I've got more of a connection to it. But it's not... Yeah. Like, I know it wasn't received that super well. But I kind of... Really? I kind of think it's... I think it's better now than when it was when it first came out. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I know the second one probably wasn't received as well. Like I didn't like the second one that much. It did sort of it it closed up the Jafar story, but at the same time, like that was kind of already like I was happy with that closure. You know when they just I haven't seen that one actually. So okay, well that one just yeah. deals with Jafar. I There's yes a, yeah right yeah right okay okay so just know that it's actually quite early in the movie so you'll you'll see anyway, uh, but uh, yeah yeah okay well you should probably watch that one then because uh, that that sort of I'll do an Aladdin trilogy a gap note. between one and three but that's okay. about all it did for me it didn't do like a super it was um but okay. you know what looking back i suppose it did have it's good it definitely bridged some gaps and yeah got some information in there so yeah. i i suppose i i will wait for your uh very intense assessment assessment of yes. it yes your 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 professional my treaties stage. as they yes. as they say yes yes exactly A so 500 page but yeah like tome. I suppose if it had just been the two movies, they wouldn't have had time to bridge that gap. So yeah. once again, I'm thinking three is probably just a little better than two because two is usually that middle bit that you're like, we can't really fit this in one. We can't really fit this in three. One had enough of a closure so that you're happy, but then two should like end on a cliffhanger, right? Like two should just... Yeah. Well, I guess so. Usually. It, yeah. Sort of. it, it's interesting about because like if, if Aladdin 
came out now, like the like an animated film, those two would not. Those two would have been um, created as like theatrical releases. Like they didn't really come out in the theaters like Aladdin did, but they would be major yeah. like sequels to it like whereas now like whereas back then it was just oh we'll just make it and then we'll just make direct to video um oh, sequels right. for it that. you know because totally the lion king did it as well i'm like 90s. i'm pretty sure pocahontas and they all did that like i remember american tale yeah. had like wait is that disney i don't think it is anyway uh but even like, like yeah is that and the five old series yeah that's right mouse? yeah i remember, that I remember so getting good. so devastated by that film and I didn't really want to oh. watch it. Like, it was like, this is too deep and dark for me. Like, this is heavy. Especially for mice. Come on. Yeah. Like, they had to go through a lot. So, yeah, it was, yeah. it's, it would be different now. It'd be, a, it's a different environment. It's, it's, it's about tent poles and franchises. And, you know, with, just say Aladdin made, like, I mean, the live action Aladdin is making a lot of money, but just say the, the animated one made as much money as it did back then, it would have greenlit the sequel and it would it probably would not be the Jafar one it'd be probably something different and then the third one would be something different as well maybe but there would be major sequels that would have had all the trappings and all and like they would have expanded on the world and all that sort of stuff as well and just taken it to a different level whether they would have been the same quality or not or probably more or better who's to say because you know yeah we're, yeah. we're talking in hypotheticals here but yeah uh I definitely think well, like as it stands, I think three is better. Like they put more thought into three than they did into two. Like, right, like you said, yeah. they probably just went, oh, yeah, let's just do more of the story. And then they were like, oh, wait, we can actually sort of close this all <laughs> Wait up. a minute. And then, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's go with a one that isn't quite as fantastic. Hmm. X-Men The Last okay. Stand. Now. <laughs> Dark Phoenix <laughs> came out um, a few weeks back. I have not seen it and probably won't see it. Uh, and that's the second time Fox has attempted to uh, adapt the Dark Phoenix saga. And X-Men The Last was the first time. And let's just say it wasn't great. You know, it just wasn't fantastic. There are It's definitely not as memorable for me. Yeah. Considering... You look, the first X-Men feels dated, but it's a very huge, important step towards comic book films being what they are now. And X2 really was like the first, you know, it was the first example of, wow, wow, you could make the leap into something that's, you know, transcendent almost and something that's got really compelling characters I just really appreciate Nightcrawler. That's that's oh, what I'm going to say. Oh, that action that, scene definitely. like in the White House is just fantastic. Oh, my God. that's Yeah, it was so good. Like, I'd rewatch that happily at any yeah. stage. Like, that is that was some really good. And I, I feel like they really, really tried because I don't know that, you know, when they made it, they were probably still. Right well, now it feels like CGI is so advanced, but I feel it would have been a little more difficult even 10 years ago. It's, oh, yeah, like it would have. It's 2002, I think it came out. 2003. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. So Impressive. it's not bad, but the last stand just look it. Brian Singer left um, production, and then it went into the hands of Brett Ratner, who's you know look. It was he's not the most. Wow, ar- you're calling them out by name. Yeah, wow. He's not the most you, you ideal director. He's not people. nuanced. Don't let's start say that. with people. Sorry. You don't know these people. They don't know me, so we should be all good. <laughs> I'm oh, low, God. low on the on the rungs here. And Prepare to get sued. Oh, God. Hey, at least we'll get some notice. 
get some free advertising. Uh, and <laughs> it was just a mess. Like, it's just a mess. And just so many choices that just don't work out at all. Like, you know, killing Professor X and I, I don't like, you know, uh, it's just not like really adapting the saga, which I haven't read, but like I've, I've read through like quite a bit of it and all that sort of stuff. And I know sort of like the, the tone of it and everything like that. And just, it just really completely just catastrophically just fails. And <laughs> you said that. You said that. I did. I did say it. And I and I stand by podcast. it. Podcast. All right. Podcast. I'll allow you to stand by it. I appreciate it because it's X-Men. And I appreciate that it did the story. And I can see the good aspects of it. It didn't really happily conclude anything for me. Although right. I, I will say that I never actually believed that Professor X was dead. Because it just seemed like when he narrates everything at the end, I was like, he's way too powerful to just be <laughs> dead. I was like, you are so not dead. You're going to put yourself back together somewhere else and just be like. But also at the same time, oh, do you know? Okay, I, I will I will nitpick the smallest thing that bothers me. And it is when Dark Phoenix makes her giant tornado of fire and telekinesis. Yeah. Uh, I just, well, like, you know how Wolverine's, like, fighting through everything and, like, everything's disintegrating, even him, and somehow his pants are intact. I'm like, all right, either have your whole armor be intact or nothing. Like, just, well, I know I should be suspending my disbelief, but really, guys, just conveniently intact? Really? That's, just, um... Have, have him in, like, amazing armor. That's that's all you need. Yeah, that's PG-13 for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't need anything else. I'm just saying, like, just be... You can't just have the whole yeah. shirt rip off and then... Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, yeah, but you're right. Like, that, like it's those oversized. It's like, wait, so the shirt rips off and, like, everyone's, like, melting, yet he... Like, the pants are fine? Like, he must have really good... Like, where does he buy them? Because yeah. Because I would like some. I they mean, are durable, to say the least. They're so durable. But, you know, they, they've sort of fixed that with a lot of the Marvel movies have... have have amazing armor now like that's how you small believable fix it with fix it with amazing armor nanotech vibranium sure yeah. nanotech i don't know like fix it with that <laughs> but it's great. just it's just one of those things where it's just you know he's coming up against the most powerful like cosmic force in the universe and his pants are fine like <laughs> that kind of shows that kind of is the last stand in a nutshell <laughs> i mean to be fair, also, she was, like, very easily swayed by the quote-unquote bad guys. So there wasn't enough. For me, it almost could have been two movies if you focus on the character development. Probably should have been, yeah. To that. Yeah, like, I think I would have appreciated it if it was um, stretched out a little bit more. Like, I was going to say... I know you didn't have the budget to stretch it out. But yeah. Like, it would have been good. But, like, with, you know, the hypothetical, like, modern aladdin animated trilogy or whatever you would back then as well it was a different landscape in terms of superhero films and obviously you didn't have them the mcu at this point and so you just had these sort of trilogies of films and, and you had stuff like daredevil and the fantastic four films and uh spider-man uh most prominently and i guess all oh, well, superman returns but that's and that was the same year and it, like it, they were seen as and you know batman begins came out in 2005 and there was like it was the first one of the another 
push towards something I don't want to say legit, legitimate because I'm you know any any film's like legitimate, but just a sense of it could be it, it could explore more and still and you take it more seriously. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I love a good. I love a good laugh during yes. the action movies and stuff, but like this one was very dark and very gritty, and I yeah. was like, I, I can't laugh. There's, <laughs> there's some funny things, but I, I, just I think don't those know. funny I things were unintentional. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so, like with X, like with the Last Stand, like you've got this, you know, uh, X two teases the Dark Phoenix saga, and so you would think. Mm. If it, if it, okay, I was gonna say if it happened today, it would have it would be a much sort of more drawn out thing, but it did happen, and it was still terrible. Apparently, I haven't seen the film, but like, you know, it's got the worst reviews, and it created at the box office, and everything just went against it. But mm. okay, if it was an MCU film series, the Dark Phoenix saga would be drawn out over multiple films to build That's up the real movies. Yeah, to build up the yeah. relationship between all the characters, like. You know, I just, I couldn't care less for, you know, the relationship between Gene and Scott um, and Gene and Logan because they're not, you know, in three films, you kind of don't really get a good sense of it, you know, because it's, it's it's these three separate films in a way. They're not like, they they move forward, but they're not as cohesive as, you know, what we kind of see from superhero films now or at least in the mcu so when the last stand comes out it's just like here you go here's a well highly regarded saga in two hours also no one cares yeah like i i know they kind of went back and i i haven't actually seen any of the 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 new like you know in the alternate universe or whatever oh no i i have i've seen the first one and i think they're trying to make more of they kind of realized where they went wrong, which I will give them. They they were like, oh, well, we need, like, people know these characters, but if you haven't read the comic books, you don't really know these characters. So you need more of that character yes, development. Yes, exactly. Which is, what, which, which is what the Avengers did really well. Yes. So I think they tried to go back and they tried to build those. And I, I would say that first movie did pretty well with sort of more of their history, even though it was a little bit different than we've seen before. But at the same time, I'm not sure they built up enough. Like you said, like if it were, you know, well, it is, I mean, it is Marvel. It's X-Men, yeah. but not the more MCU. of like the Avengers, yes. there would even be a little, um, you know, little darker parts or little teasers or even some foreshadowing maybe instead of yeah. sort of throwing viewers into the Dark Phoenix, which, yeah. like, I will still probably watch. I want to see the other ones first, which is why I haven't watched it. But I'll probably still watch it, and I'll probably still enjoy it. But I yeah. can see how people wouldn't be ready for that if they haven't been given some foreshadowing. Because, let's be real, like, this is... It's very, very difficult to get a really good balance of foreshadowing and, like, you know, building Developing, yeah. enough. And, and I probably, you know, like, these people are doing a really good job, but it just probably wasn't the right balance there. yeah. No, you're right. Like, the balance just doesn't... Like, twice now they haven't sorted it out. And um, you would think that they would attempt to, like, to you know, take their time. But look, at the same time, like, with Dark Phoenix, it was difficult because they've also got this, you know, being sold off to Disney and everything like that. So there's a lot of corporate stuff that does affect these things. But, you know, I guess... That's very true. Yeah, it's <laughs> like to come away with it as, as it is, as, you know, I guess would be still disappointing, but... Yeah, uh, okay, what about oh we, boy. Uh, Deathly oh Hallows? Boy. 
Harry Potter. I was, I was, if you didn't bring that up, I was going to bring that up. Because this is, this is a new one. This is one with an epilogue, which gives you less wiggle room, but also still sort of, like it closes it and then it closes it again in, in a way. Yeah, it's sort of like, sense. like Return of the King sort of has that as well, but it's a much That's longer true. thing. But I have, okay, here's one of my gripes mm-hmm. with part two, even though it's really great. And as I was reading the book, I read it like two days and I was like, there's so much in here that connects with everything that they can't leave anything out. And with part two, I was like, when I saw that it was like only two and a bit hours long, I was like, uh, Ooh, not really. I I was disappointed with the runtime. It being like 135 minutes. I was like, make it longer. Like, I know you had two movies here, but... Give us an extra half hour, maybe. Like, just, Mm. you know, not that it felt rushed at all, but just, I think that there was more that they could have put in. I felt Mm. like there was more breathing room. I I don't think people would have felt it. Again, this is, I still think it was a fantastic closer to the whole entire series, but just, maybe they, they had more time. I think they had more time to really make it work uh yeah and with books like you know with with books like tokian and um and jk rowling like you can't there's there's no detail that's too small to put in there like you can always have more detail because it'll always go back to something because you know she's tied this into the first book like you know she's tied this into the third book you know she's got all this plan she literally like made a whole big map of stuff like um alan rickman knew what was gonna happen like all of the books she already had it planned so that was really cool that you know she gives them what they need and i I, I still liked it. And obviously I, I would gripe about, yeah, he broke the wand. Yeah, we didn't see him fixing his own wand. Whatever. That's a very small detail that yeah. I can live with. I can, I can live with that. Yeah. But I would have loved, like you said, maybe a little more of a wrap up because I do feel like the book does such a good job with it. It does, yeah. And the movie kind of... Rushes it? Through, uh, yeah, maybe yeah. rushes it because I guess once you're done with the big boss, <laughs> to go back to video games, yeah. like you're like, oh, this is all falling action. It's boring, but... Actually, it can feel really good when you when you finally have seven movies yeah. and seven books worth of um, worth of Story. action to yeah. wrap up. Yeah, yeah, like it it was more of a release and like an extended release when because I think I'm not sure how many chapters there are in like after the battle in Deathly Hallows and once oh, yeah, Voldemort I, dies. I spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> I love how you said it after you said the spoiler. <laughs> Here's the spoiler, it, by the way. This is a spoiler. spoiler. This is how it works. Uh, yeah, I mm. just, I, I, I felt. Oh, I'm sure there was. I mean, I don't have my books with me, but I'm pretty sure um, that there was like a chapter or two afterwards, and then they had the epilogue, and it just. It was like a really good come down from like, you know, reading through this entire story and all the callbacks to the the previous six books. And so you, you sort of felt like you had a little bit of time to say goodbye. Whereas yeah. in part two, it just, not that it was a bad sort of ending, but it did feel like it was trying to like just move it through towards the conclusion without giving us a little time to say goodbye you know do you know what i think 
like I think what affected that was in the book you really kind of get to see where every single character goes. Yes, and, yeah. And even some of those smaller characters that you haven't heard about since the beginning of the book or since the beginning of even, you know, other books, um, you still get to see that everyone is sort of living their lives and, and you know, the, just the really smallest details. You'll see someone in passing and it's sort of only, I think the movie really only wrapped it up for the main three and sort of maybe the main three is like their families and like, yeah, the Malfoys yeah. and... But you didn't see as much of that, and I think that is definitely that. I I feel that might be one of one of my things is you didn't get to see as much as you wanted to see. Yeah, it just it, it kind of wrapped it up too succinctly, you know. And considering you know all the I guess the fallout of such a long, such a huge sort of sort of saga. Yeah, and this affected so many people. Yeah, not just the main three characters. It felt like so. maybe there was like a just a little like, again. Like I think it's it was a fantastic. Like the both parts were fantastic in terms of wrapping it up and and really bringing the story to like a such a, an amazing conclusion. And yet, it just just to add a little bit more, add a little bit more flavor, add a little bit more, you know, um, some other food making reference garnish. uh garnish add some add some, garnish on, add some, add some garnish on the top yeah. you know some more um, cheese please yeah more cheese yeah there's never enough cheese there's never enough cheese never enough irl cheese. or in movies like was there a favorite part to deathly hallows part one or two that you just mm. like either like a part that you were like waiting to see like from the book or um like waiting to see it come to life in the movie or one that you just when it happened, you're like, this is where I want to be right now. Um, yeah, well, I was, I mean, I was really interested in how they do things. I knew things would probably change from the book to the movie, yep. um, which is where I was, because I think it was around, like, I was, I was always going to see them and I was always happy to see them. Um, but I kind of knew at some point that I was like, well, this isn't quite how I imagined it. So it's someone else's imagination. Uh, but I was really interested in how they would do. And I actually, the funny thing is I was interested, but I can't remember it now. Um, <laughs> I was interested in how they were going to do uh, Luna's room when they all go and visit her dad. And she's got, oh, yeah. like a mural of, you know, her friends. And she's like, I have friends. And like, that is just the sweetest part. And uh, in the book, I was, yeah, yeah. I was like, I can't wait to see the set design for that because that is just going to be so sweet because she just is so sweet. So that was, um, I think that's the thing. Like I, yeah, I was, was the book was really emotional for me when I was reading it, but I oh, yeah. didn't get that emotion in the movies. Um, in the, like in, in Deathly Hallows part one and two, I didn't get that sort of, yeah, I got amplified emotion. Do- spoiler: Dobby ad- died. Um, oh that yeah, that that hurt. That that hurt. But it did Both have a book lot movie. of like there was almost so much action that you couldn't catch your breath to be emotional, which understandable because it yeah yeah time. But, but do maybe you? That's where we're feeling. Yeah, it. yeah, that's I the mean, thing. Like maybe there was more time to kind of like really, I guess, let those moments sit instead of moving on to the next you know part of the the story to get it out of the way again these are really great films and a really great conclusion but we're just we're exploring it we're uh seeing what might have been in a way 
the hypotheticals. Yeah. The hypotheticals. Yeah, for yeah. It. Um, okay, now, what's another one? Oh, The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, yeah. Now, I think this was ambitious, if somewhat clunky, now that, I, now that I've seen it quite a few times. Like, it's telling a lot Ooh, of story. See, the hard thing is that The Dark Knight was just so yeah. good. Yeah. That it's so hard because I'm so used to sequels that are kind of like less than and then the trilogy part comes in and wraps everything up really yeah. nicely with a bow. It's like like you always love the original best and then you love the third one and then, then you love the second one. But this kind of turned everything on its head for me. I was like, whoa, this was like actually a good like like a sequel that was better than the original, I'd argue. Oh, it was, hugely. It was, Even though Batman Begins just, is really great, but. Like, I like Batman Begins, but man, this one blew it out of the water. And then The Dark Knight Rises had so much to contend with. <laughs> it really it was did. like, oh man, I, I still really liked it. And I liked how, oh, yeah, it was doing a lot though. Like it was, it was many, many places at once. It was telling many, many stories at once. It was, uh, it, 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 it introduced a lot new, a lot of new characters. Yes. Yeah. I think. So you didn't always get that development there. But I, at the yeah. same time, at the very, very end, in that cafe scene, that just broke my little heart. And I love <laughs> that Alfred was like, ah, oh, yes. Yeah, like, it was worth it. Like, as much as it kind of felt like it was trying to do a lot so that it could almost outdo the Dark Knight, it just had so many great, like sequences to it and that like last like that second last scene with alfred and spotting bruce at the cafe and then that was worth it yeah and then um joseph gordon levitt's character um getting what's his name john yeah something the dark oh yeah yeah oh where it's revealed that he's like his his first name's robin which was like it was like okay so when i watched it at the cinema, it was like, I went with my brother and um, one of my mates and it was just like, so amazing. Like I had only felt, I hadn't felt that excitement maybe bef- uh, since like, um, I've only felt that excitement for a movie like three or four times. So it was like Return of the King, um, Star Wars Force Awakens, Endgame and The Dark Knight Rises. And, Regardless of whether it turned out to be amazing or whatever, but like in like for us, it was like we because with the Dark Knight, I was you know excited for it, but I can't recall being like I must see this movie. Like I'm just like I can't recall if I had that sort of feeling about it that it was just like so anticipated for me. But with the Dark Knight Rises, it was that, and in a fans not fans but like you know it felt like i was satisfied immensely by it. like there was so many great moments in it and just having it on screen and this completion of this legend um of the dark knight and you know again the advantage of having knowing that it's going to be an ending and you don't have to make another 10 films after this is a really good thing to have and so with that last scene where the person what's his name that guy, John Blake, that's it. Hey, when he yeah. like, when he gets, when he's going through the Batcave and he gets onto the platform and the platform rises up and the music swells up as well. And you're just like, yes, this is awesome. This is 
this is how it should have should end and that like you can't recapture that moment when you watch it at the at the cinema that the first time and so in a way it still feels good to know that it ended in like in that way yeah I, yeah, that was, you know, I think that was actually the first time that we really saw a superhero kind of retire and pass on the mantle as well. Yes, I'm yeah. just thinking of, like, Captain America in Endgame. Yeah. And then, like, you know, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne did it first. Um, <laughs> but that was, it was, it was, it's always sweet to see that they can have lives outside of that. And once yeah. they're done with it, they're done with it. Like, that was the big battle. And, and I, I know it kind of seemed clunky because they had all the... Like, they had just so many bad guys, like, too many bad guys. But at yeah. the same time, I really liked the callback to the Scarecrow, where he was just yes. utterly Oh, he was perfect in that judge. little scene, yeah. He was great, and you're just like, wow, you really are crazy. All right, calm down, sir. Yeah. I. Um, it was, It yeah, it did have a lot going for it, even though there was, like, almost too much going on, but... There's a lot of chaotic action, but yes. at the same time, it's almost what Bane wanted, so you almost couldn't have had less chaos... I did. Because it wouldn't yeah. make sense with what he wanted, I guess. I liked, like, Bane's sort of element. I've, I've always been interested in, even though it does sort of get undercut by the fact that it's Marion Cotillard's character, whereas it being Talia al Ghul, is, like, the, the mastermind behind it. But I guess, like, the, the central conceit, like, with Bane and um, Talia's, I guess, plan is how, you know, you, you get, like, a populist uprising... And you've sort of seen it now, um, well, definitely seen it now with what's happened in America and all over Europe, and how, like, you you know, you get a populist uprising that can turn violent, and the strings are being pulled by people who are going to exploit some, uh, people's, you know, fears that might be perceived, and how they take advantage of it and, and, and crush whatever freedoms people had. And that's what, I, I found that a really compelling element to the dark knight rises and how it was trying to sort of say like even if you've got like you know that bad people that that you know people with nefarious i guess um i guess intentions will take advantage and manipulate the very real fears or the i guess uprising that people want to have like so even though it didn't it wasn't like intentional like as they were filming it, they had the Occupy Wall Street movement happening as well. And it felt like there was a sensibility towards that um, throughout the film. And yeah, like for me, I just looking at it, thinking like how you can get people in positions of power who will take advantage of people's, you know, intentions to try to, you know, change the system. And then just they change the system to suit their own needs. And yeah, they're still in charge. Yes, yeah. Or someone else is in charge someone, now. Yeah. yeah, someone is still in charge, but it's still not good for everyone. And you know what? I appreciate movies that, uh, or all works of art that really kind of have that sort of message to them. Yes. So that w- that was good underlying. And I think, yeah, with what everything, with, with everything that was happening, yeah. it was sort of timely. As yeah, well. yeah. And look, so like I've been, I've watched it multiple times and it's still very satisfying, even though like yeah like this it just there's a lot that maybe i don't know if it didn't need it just it feels like a different kind of film you know than the dark knight it feels yeah. like a different and kind of superhero know, film the dark knight 
was really good in that it sort of had that uh you know the joker's gonna incite all this chaos but people are still good underneath it but then yeah the next film had people might still be good but they're still gonna believe like a trusted yeah person and then it was like oh no we we had such a warm fuzzy message in the last (laughs) one but now you're just gonna relatively yeah pull this on me yeah (laughs) compared to that yeah is there um we can talk about endgame we haven't talked about endgame before (laughs) have we Oh, we've never talked about Endgame. Have we seen it? Are you, yeah. Were you going to say, is there something else that that you were thinking of um, that really takes the cake? Well. Lies. <laughs> you weren't going to say it. Well, I was going to say The Matrix Revolutions, but you haven't seen that one yet. So uh, no. But yeah. I have seen How to Train Your Dragon, but you, you have. haven't seen that one. I have seen it. Have you seen it now? Yes, I did. I told you. Wait. wait no, we already talked about this, didn't we? Well... Did we? No. Well, we talked about it a while back when you saw it, and you were like, this is amazing. Yes, it is amazing. And also, I suppose that's another version of an epilogue that really feels nice to me, because it still leaves everything... I really did enjoy it. ...closed, but open. Like, you close it at the beginning. It's it's not not the beginning, but you have the first closure, and then you have the second closure when they're older, and it still feels nice, even though I know that in Harry Potter we have another story after all those stories are done. Yes. But that's fine. We're not counting that at the moment. It's not a movie yet. It will be. Trust me. It's coming. It. You know what? I would accept it being a movie. Yeah. I've read the play and I like it. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I... Haters can come at me. Please email your disagreements to carolyndoesn'tcare at gmail.com.au. Don't bite me. <laughs> Please do not bite me. That would really no. hurt. Yeah. We, uh, we I'm don't... happy to have... Uh... Yeah, I know there are Very problems with it, but I still really liked that it was an original story, and it's it doesn't feel like you're milking it for more money. It feels that just you've had this story and you just finally wanted to get it out. So yeah, yeah I I, I, I never I, I'm always up for more stories set in a world that's had multiple films made because you know it if there is an opportunity to tell something to tell an, another story that you know is compelling enough then by all means like go for it i originality isn't exactly yeah originality isn't a thing that means that once a you know a story is completed then that you you can never touch that world again you know you create these worlds to sort of (laughs) don't even think about that world (laughs) yeah it doesn't exist anymore man so you just to sort of say like oh there's nothing original in hollywood anymore it doesn't matter. It's just you, you're you're creating bigger sandboxes to play in, mm. and there's original stories within those sandboxes. It's just that the you know it's just creating um a almost like a pocket universe where you can have this whole thing play out. Look, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, like we mentioned at the start, how Pirates has been like you know wrung dry essentially, and they trying to like create a sequel or a reboot or whatever. And I don't know what they're going to do with it. And yeah, like it just sputtered out of energy and was so pointless at the end of the day. But, and so it does happen. And same with like Transformers, even though Bumblebee was amazing. And so they found a different way to approach the story. But yeah, if there are, yeah, but that's the thing. Like they, they, 
it's still the same world, but they went in a different direction with it. And so you're not getting, yes, it's not an original story, but it kind of also is because what is original anyway, you know, especially when you come to something that's a franchise sort of film, these things, wow, mind blown. Yeah. Bam. So (laughs) I think it's a redundant kind of argument when it comes to like, when it comes Mm. to originality versus um, a franchise thing where it's like, well, we always keep getting these films. Why can't we have an original blockbuster? We have original blockbusters all the time. We also have sequels that are really amazing as well. And threequels and spinoffs that are also really great. Are they essential? No. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Is it? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The more you know. There it is. That's the lesson for the day, my friends. Yes. Um, Well, I can't think of anything else, really, with that. Well, I was going to say that I, to be fair, I haven't seen Pirates Five, and I don't. You don't have to. I mean, to. I don't know if I will. No. Um, is was it pretty? Because four was all right. I liked how they, you know, they brought back the old characters, but yeah. it didn't seem to have that same energy as like the Star Wars no, old no. characters, where they just got sassier and better. And this was like Jack Sparrow already had that yeah. I'm crazy energy, so that. But well, then, you know, Barbosa was a healthy dose of sarcasm, yeah. which was great. Five was there. It existed. It was there. Yeah. It existed. <laughs> oh, that was the ghost with the... the I saw the trailers. It was the... The, the ghost? The weird goopy ghost. Like um, the weird something Spanish I think so. Armada. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It was. I was like, ghosts? Wasn't that like every film? <laughs> they every were all film, ghosts. Yeah. They were all ghosts. Everyone's they... a skeleton or a ghost. Yeah. It was... Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Um, the... Yeah, not having like having Jack Sparrow as the main character really kills it, I think. Because he just feels better as part of a whole and not the main focus of oh. it. So like in number 5, he could have been a side character and well, sort of you could have seen more of the world? Well, no, just like it just you know, having and the second and third kind of went towards it as well, but they still had such a huge array of characters. So it wasn't just about Jack Sparrow trying to do this and trying to do that. Ah, um, oh, true, yeah. But, like, with four and five, like, it was mostly just, like, him. Like, he was the lead character. And so, like, it was following his story. And it was just too much Sparrow, really. And Ah, uh, okay. So you need that... You need the... Like, one, two, and three had, you know, different stories going on, different... Blah, blah, yeah, blah. it just... That. There was more there. Like, as... I guess cliched as a lot of like Will Turner stuff was and, and, and a couple of other things in the second and third, like there was still a lot more fun around Jack Sparrow. Whereas in the fourth and fifth, it was just all centered around him. And so uh, you, you had no other much. breathing room. You had no flexibility there. So mm. like Curse it's of the Black. It's like if you made a Star Wars movie about Jar Jar and just Jar Jar. <sighs> But if Jar Jar was actually interesting and not, uh, well, that's you know, true. <laughs> a terrible blight on humanity <laughs> in the Phantom Menace. But that's neither here, poor Jar Jar, nor there. <laughs> poor Jar Jar. Sure. <laughs> uh, poor do you- Jar Jar. Do you have a favorite, like, finale film that you've uh, come across? 
you know what? I think it actually might be How to Train Your Dragon. You really do like love Endgame, that film, don't you? Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that that trilogy. I love that whole series. I feel for it. Yeah. I really like that one, and I really like um, Endgame because I love how it just can tie everything in, and you're like, holy cow, how did you even have time for this? <laughs> well, they don't work day jobs. <laughs> they actually do this for a living, you know? Well, I mean, well, yeah, but like, how did they have time in the movie? Oh, Smart one. three hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that works. But yeah. yeah, like if I'm just doing like trilogies and not an entire universe of stuff. <laughs> not all the films. Not every single film. Because yeah. um, I like Lord of the Rings, but it still leaves me like a little, like, like if we're talking about stuff that makes me happy that it's closing. Like, I think How to Train Your Dragon was really good. The Hidden World really kind of, that's... Oh, it's so bittersweet, but then, like, they're like, oh, maybe you can see them again, and just gives you this this sort of hopefulness, whereas Lord of the Rings kind of brings me down a little bit with everyone sailing into the West, and you're like, oh, you will literally never see these people ever again. Yeah, like, you cannot actually get to the Undying Lands, so... Yeah. Well, that's... See ya. Bye. It's sort of like Toy Story 3, where even though Toy Story 4 is, like, a continuation but also a coda but toy story 3 i'm excited to see yeah it's amazing it broke my heart but in a good way um whereas like toy story 3 like it ends like when andy gives his toys to bonnie and he um he sort of resists giving woody away and just Mm. like oh god and then when he does it's just brutal and then when woody says so long partner it's like oh god oh like it just everything falls apart it's just so heartbreaking but also in a joyful way you know like it's it's a a release of some kind (laughs) it is and it it grew with us as well like we were little when when toy story came out yeah um and then that's my first experience i was actually like i was leaving to go to college when I saw that. And I was like, oh, oh my really? God, my toys. <laughs> <laughs> like I was, that was my graduation oh, no. year. So it was extra, <laughs> extra bad for me. Oh, I was like, what I, have I done? They're going to be like, so sad without Dragon, me. I was, I was a reasonably, like I was an adult, so I could still, I, I loved seeing the teenager, but then, you know, when he became older, I was like, oh, this is like my age. And, and it didn't grow as much with me. So there's not as much like, oh God, my childhood's over. There's more <laughs> like, oh, this was a really nice wrap up. Yeah. A really nice story. Yeah. So it, that's, that's my pick, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It felt like it was great to sort of see, because I got a little bit, it, it was quite a, an emotional ending when Hiccup and um, Toothless, oh. you know, realized Don't that. Don't speak to me. You know, it's time to move on. And I didn't realize, I didn't know that that was going to be happening. Like, I didn't expect that. You know, I thought it was going to be Toothless and his lady friend, like, joining yeah. the rest of them. You know, but... I, I was hoping for that. But, but it just oh, shows God. the maturity of, the, of the, 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 the films to go with a farewell instead of uh let's everybody come together because the farewell just felt more realistic and felt like a natural ending to it and so when they you know 20 years later or however however long it is and they see him again it's just like 
it feels good to see that because like oh okay like these two separate worlds are still together but they have their own paths now yeah and it's sort of that that thing as well of like they were such good friends but they were such good friends that they were willing to you know hiccup was willing to give up his best friend for what was better for him and it was yeah that was just really touching it was like you're not going to keep him as a pet forever you're going to let him do what he needs to do kind of thing yeah that's true keep dragons responsibly kids (laughs) they can cause some damage uh just a bit just a little bit just a tiny bit i think we've i think we've covered quite a few I'm sure there's yeah, others. Yeah, well, you didn't tell me what your favorite one was, if you have one. Well, it still has to be Return of the King. There are so many moments in that that just blow me away. and That's totally fair. You know, from um, the Rather Rohirrim and the, the destruction of the ring and the first, like, the first appearance of the like the massive armies and just like all the little moments in between. And well, like what I've been thinking about recently is sort of when they're at the black gate and, uh, Legolas and Gimli are sort of side by side. And Gimli says to Legolas, I never thought I'd die, uh, fighting side by side with an elf. And then Legolas says, what about side by side with a friend? And he goes, I, Oh, that gets me. I can, oh. And like just little moments like that just really, because those two got sort of pushed into the background as as the story went on, and but you just had that moment, and because of everything that had had happened up to that point with those characters, you just it hit you, you know, and and that was the the that sense of this is the it's all coming to a head now, and yeah, oh, and like you know, Amir just taking down a mummical two actually, oh, what a legend, and then Aowen. <laughs> Saying I am no man and just, just stabbing, boss, really. stabbing the witch king in the in the head, uh, just so much happens. It's just it's so exciting and just you know obviously you have to watch them back to back to back and like I oh, watched yeah. them earlier in the year and just oh just when you watch them all in a row you get a a much stronger appreciation of like how it all comes together. So. And you realize that, like, the last two hours is essentially just a climax, which is insane. But, yeah, that's still, that's still numero, still numero uno for me. But Endgame's pretty close, and that's probably it. Well, well, Toy Story 3 is also, like, up there. Like, there's a perfect capital to that sort of trilogy of films, but I can't go past, can't go past Return of the King. Um, that's it, really. I don't think we have anything else to talk about, do we? I feel like you ask us, us? Yes. Who's us? Oh, God. I'll go. <laughs> Please, go while you still can. Take the ring. Eat it. Eat it for Just me. Just disappear. Oh, God. Eat it for me. Hey. It's a long way down. You have to breathe in. Yeah, it's, it's a really... Sorry. Hey. <laughs> welcome and we're done are we probably we're done we're we're done okay i'll see you tell the moths i love them (laughs) 